Welcome to Linux in the Shell, Episode 8. My name is Dan Washko. I will be your host today. And today we are going to be talking about the free command and understanding Linux memory usage. First, I want to thank Hacker Public Radio for hosting the audio and the website for the show. And to remind you to get a full write-up of this episode, head on over to linuxintheshell.org. Look up Episode 8. Check out the free command entry. And also you can watch the video of utilizing the free command. Alright, let's talk about the free command. The free command is a snapshot into how your system's uh, memory usage is, how much memory is being utilized, how much is free, and how much swap is actually being utilized and how much is free. Very basic information, but can be alarming if you're not familiar with how Linux utilizes the memory of your system. So by default, if you issue the free command and hit enter, you will see a line uh, says mem colon and followed by six columns total used free shared buffers and cached now the output of the values here will be in bytes by default and of course in today's systems having four or more gigs of ram displaying it in bytes may not be the most ideal way that you want to see it well free has a bunch of options how you can display those values and depending on how old your system is at a version of free you have available to you the following options again dash b shows it in bytes and that's the default dash k shows it in kilobytes dash m shows it in megabytes dash g shows it in gigabytes dash dash tera that's t-e-r-a shows it in terabytes so if you have terabytes of RAM available to you, you can display that. Now, I prefer to use the dash H as much as possible. And that's human-readable mode. What that basically does is it takes the uh, largest uh, value of 3 to be displayed. So if you have a gig of RAM in your system and you do the dash H, more than likely it'll report the used and free in the largest um human readable value of three so that would be more than likely megabytes being utilized now if you only have 512 megabytes it may show the values in megs or in kilobytes again it's it's all dynamically determined by the uh, the largest value it can show in that three digit format so when i issue free dash h on my system i have 1.5 gig of ram it shows me total and uh the first column used it shows me in megabytes and free it shows me in megabytes and it pretty much shows everything in megabytes instead of saying if i if i were to show it free in G, in gigabytes dash g uh it would show me a total of 1 gigabyte being total and 0 for used and zero for free because it can't it doesn't show percentage values or decimal values it'll only show um full integer values so if i do free m it shows me 1501 megabytes available uh 858 megs used 8643 free and again if i were to try and show it in the dash tera because I don't have a terabyte of RAM, it reports all values as zero. Because again, it can't show it in decimals or whatever. Now, continuing forward, when I issue the free command, free-h, it shows me, for instance, I have 1.5 gigabytes of memory available to me. Used 862 megabytes and 639 megabytes free. Those, those values in the first row under mem 
may not be what you would expect to see. And you may be alarmed should you see that over 90% of your RAM is being utilized and you have 10% free or less. Don't be alarmed right off the bat because you have to understand how Linux kernel is using memory. What the Linux kernel does with your free memory is that it allocates to what's called the buffer cache. And the buffer cache is this area of memory the kernel utilizes or secures, so to speak, to hold data. Data like recent information pulled from disk by an application or information that needs to be written out to disk by an application. The, the thought behind this is reading and writing from a disk is a lot slower than reading and writing from RAM. So if you take some information off a disk, you call information to be utilized by a program, for instance, like the ls command, it'll pull it into memory, or a value of a find search, it'll pull it into memory. And the idea is, chances are, you're going to want to do something again with that memory, that those, that information that you pulled off of the disk. So it puts it into the buffer cache space allocated in the free RAM, so that if it needs to do something with that data, it pulls it from RAM instead of having to go back out to the disk again. Also, if it's writing to disk, if an application wants to write to disk, it'll the kernel will take it and put it into the buffer cache and then write it out to the disk uh, in some cases to so that the, the program can continue doing whatever it's doing and not have to wait for the information to be written to the disk. Just like a program might be running, pull some data from disk, and it might need to get that data again, instead of having to pull the data from the disk again, it pulls it right, the kernel gives it to it from memory, and the program continues on and doesn't have to wait to get the information from the disk. It's a method to reduce um, disk utilization and to speed everything up, because accessing information from RAM is a lot faster than accessing information from disk. Now, the amount of memory used by the kernel for buffer cache can be fairly small, depending on what the system is doing, to uh, almost 90 to 95% of your free RAM that's available to, to uh, be utilized. Now, so understand that the way that the kernel then handles that, to you, it's technically still free RAM. To applications, it's free RAM. To the kernel, it is being used by the kernel for something. But should an application need RAM or need to use memory, the kernel will start jettisoning the data in the buffer cache and give it to the application as needed. Um, the data being thrown out will be the least used data or the least accessed data in the buffer cache. So if there's something being, you know, accessed currently, it's not going to, it's not in a necessarily a first in, first out basis. It's based upon usage. If it's not, if it hasn't been used for a long time and been stale, it doesn't keep it in a buffer cache. It might even jettison, you know, you'll see that, that buffer cache, your, your usage, it'll grow and shrink as the system does different things. But should your system need, should an application need that RAM, it's still considered, quote, free. So looking at the used and free values in the first row, take into consideration that you also have to need know the amount of buffer, uh, the amount of memory being used for the buffer cache. And you can see that, a more accurate picture of that on the second line that says minus slash plus buffer slash cache. What that shows you is the amount of used memory, not including the buffer cache, and then the amount of free memory, not including the buffer cache. So it, it, it's the values 
without the buffer cache taken into consideration. Now, if you look at the, f the first column or the first row of free on a memory line, there are three value, three columns after buffer after the used and free. There's shared, there's buffers, and there's cache. Um, essentially, shared is not used anymore; it's obsolete. But buffers and cached, if you add those two values together, you get the amount of RAM being utilized by the Linux kernel's buffer cache. And you subtract that value from the amount of used RAM on the first line, you should get an approximate value for the amount of RAM used reported in the second line, uh, the second row, the buffer's cache row. And if you add it to the free, you should get a value roughly equal to what's in the free value. RAM available to you. Uh, so you can see all that information on the first line. Second line breaks it down a little easier for you. Um, and then the first, the third, sorry, the third line is your swap and free. That tells you how much, you know, like your, you may have a swap file or a swap partition. How much of your swap available system swap is being, is available, how much is being used, and how much is free. So that's pretty straightforward. Um, so just take into consideration that even if you are showing a 90 plus percent RAM utilized, pay attention to how much of that is RAM is being used by the buffers cache. Look at those last two columns of buffers in the cached uh, and, and realize that technically to the kernel it's being used, but to you and to applications it's that memory is available to be utilized. So don't be too alarmed. Now, if the uh, applications, if, if the amount of physical RAM applications are using starts to exceed 90%, and, and don't I, I don't know what the exact threshold, performance threshold would be on this, but if you see your RAM usage growing and it's actually RAM utilized by applications, at some point you're going to hit that threshold where the amount of memory being utilized exceeds the amount that the system would like to have for that buffer's cache, and therefore... Uh, applications are going to be calling data directly from disk uh, and you won't have that buffer cache to be able to, to store that information. So performance is going to be a little degraded uh, because you don't have enough buffer cache available to you. But then again, if, if you're exceeding 95, 90 to 95% of your RAM, better watch out as to what you're doing. You may have to stop a few processes uh, because you have something heavy-duty going on or you have a, a runaway program that's consuming too much system resources. So just, just be aware of that. Now, finishing out the free command, there are a few other options that are of value to you. Uh, the one is dash T or total, which will show you uh, the totals on a fourth line of how much RAM and swap your systems is utilizing. Totals will not, uh, it will add up the first and the third line and provide those totals. So you'll get the memory and the swap, and it will not take into account any buffer, uh, buffer cache utilization. So that that's total. Uh, there is the dash X which stands for seconds and what that will do is run the free command every n seconds and display the output of free so if you did free dash s5 it would show the output of free every five seconds continuously until you killed it you can use the dash s with the dash c or dash dash count option which allows you to display the output of free every n seconds for a number of iterations specified by dash c. So free dash s5 dash c10 would display the output of free every five seconds 
for 10 iterations, after which it will return control back to the shell. You can only use the dash C option in conjunction with dash S. That's free in a nutshell. Just remember, the output of free, pay close attention to the buffer's cache, and don't be alarmed if the first row shows a used and free that exceeds your expectations. I want to thank the last known god for reporting to me a website called linux8myram.com in the Ogcast Planet channel on IRC and Freenode. That's a great website for explaining Linux memory usage and this whole thing I just talked about of the buffer cache. Head on over to linuxintheshell.org for the full write-up of this episode. And in the bibliography, I have the links to that website along with a few other websites to, for your information. Thank you very much. Have a great week. Remember, contribute to Hacker Public Radio and enjoy. Mm-hmm.